Hi, guys. Welcome to episode eight of Mommyhood to Menopause. We're your hosts, Barb and Lorraine. We are so excited to be here today and share with you what we feel like our new normal is. I don't even know if you can use the word normal, but but we want to talk about that today, what your new normal looks like and what our new normal looks like. We're going to start out talking about you know, what we do when we get up. Normally, you know, of course, we all get up, we get ready for our day, we head out the door. You know, now we're heading to the den. So, <laughs> we just, you know, we want to talk about what we do to to get our day going or what we don't do that that maybe we're enjoying, you know, the lack of having to actually have some structure. So, Lorraine, what's your day start out? like? Well, you know, you're a little different because you're starting out <laughs> at what, three o'clock? No, not, not since I'm working from home. So, you know, now with most people being able to work from home remotely, people are getting on conference calls, on video calls. I have a studio set up in my closet where I can join my morning show on Kiss 95.1 live. And I am sleeping in a little bit more than normal just because I don't have that commute anymore. What I should be doing is dragging my ass out of bed and getting dressed and like putting some makeup on and like making this as normal as possible. But it, at four o'clock in the morning, it's it's really hard to do that. So my new norm is basically getting up, changing out of my PJs, but into some scrubby outfit. <laughs> I would love to say that as a, a blogger for, you know, fashion and family and lifestyle that I'm getting myself dressed in the morning, but I'm not. I mean, I right now have on the same leggings and t-shirt that I did at 4 a.m. when I got on my conference call with well, my Well, I mean, but, but that counts for you because, I mean, that's your, that's your morning. That's when your morning started. And most of us at 4 a.m., I mean, we aren't thinking about getting up for another three hours. So give yourself some credit there. <laughs> you right. I, um, do you, now do you put on makeup when you're home all day and like, you know, you're not going anywhere? No, I wish I could say I did. I haven't, I couldn't even tell you the last time I had makeup on. I will throw some mascara on just because we go live on Facebook, but I have not had a full face of makeup on or my hair fully done in probably three weeks. Wow. Okay. For me, I get up a lot later than you do. I also stay, but what time do you go to bed? Okay. This is, I have to say this. I will text Loren knowing that she's asleep, okay, because she's getting up at four o'clock. So I text her at, let's say, 8 30, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. She always texts me right back. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, when do you ever sleep? It cracks me up. It's probably not right back because here, my nighttime routine is to put my son to bed and I lay in bed with him and we read books and I lay there with him until he falls asleep. He's three years old, but I typically fall asleep first. So when I wake up at, you know, after being asleep for an hour and a half in his bed at 10 o'clock, I get up and... I check my phone on the way to my bedroom and then I'll see a text from Barb and answer it. So it's not like I'm, I'm actually up. My bedtime's like eight thirty nine o'clock. It's really impressive. I mean, it is, it, I always think she is, she's wonder woman. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when she sleeps. I am, um, I'm up late at night. I'm trying to change that. I really am trying to change that. But so I sleep a little later, but you know, today, of course, no makeup, but every day I get up and put on a full face of makeup and do my hair like every you. day. No, it's not. It's really, um, it's what I've always done. And it's not because I've got my life so together. I think I just look so miserable. 
if I don't have it on. I just don't feel like I'm ready. You know what I mean? For the day. And I don't want to scare somebody if they come to the door, like, (laughs) you know, and I like, and today I put on clothes just for our podcast, even though you can't see me, I thought it might be nice to, you know, wear something other than my PJs. Today I've had like a little bit of a drag. It, It just has been not a normal day for me, but usually I get, I get fully dressed shoes and all like I really get oh, dressed. Really? So you're like wearing, are, are you wearing heels? Are you wearing flats around the house? No, 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 around the house. Like if I'm, I mean, I'll put on house shoes and just, you know, whatever, but, but like if I'm, yeah, I put on like not heels, wedges. I like a wedge. I mean, you know, I just feel like I need to be ready to roll. And I think it's getting less and less that way. Like I'm noticing, okay, tennis shoes will go with this dress fine, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> But yeah, I like to be dressed. I just like to be ready, I guess. I don't know. I don't blame you. I I envy the fact that you can do that and that you have the mindset to do that. I feel like some days I wake up and I'm just, especially in this environment, I'm just so lazy. I'm like, I'm not going to see anyone today, like other than my husband, my au pair and my my son, and they're going to love me either way. It's just so hard to motivate myself to get up and do that. And I probably should because long term, you know, depending on how long we're in this situation where people are quarantined and working from home and we're under the stay at home order, like I had a teacher conference, a video conference with my son's teacher yesterday. And I, it felt weird for me to put on real clothes. And I was like, is it insensitive if I get dressed up for this? I don't, I mean, you know, for me, I think, I mean, I've kind of always, I mean, literally if I do yard work, I'm in full face makeup and it's not, it's just, I've always done it. I don't know why I, 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 you know, maybe I'm insecure. I think that might literally, like, I'm not kidding. I think that's part of it. I I think makeup is security for me. You look really good without makeup too. I mean, there's that, you know, I mean, really there's some people who can do that. I think you're one of them. Thank you. So but anyway, yeah, I do love makeup. I'm, I'm, I'm made up every day and you know, my family thanks me for it because really it's a situation if I don't, what about <laughs> clothes? Like I normally get up and I just, you know, I mean, it may be that I'm in loungewear, but it's still, you know, it matches like I can't. Okay. So can you just throw on a t-shirt? I have to be honest with you. I'm kind of a jeans and t-shirt kind of girl. Like I, in the summertime, like you will find me in jean shorts and a t-shirt and flip-flops every single day unless I have something going on. And I'm trying to keep that, you know, pretty normal for the rest of my family too. Like cash, when my son gets up in the morning, we stay in our PJs until breakfast is over and then we get dressed for the day. Like what, but why can I do that for him? But I can't do that for myself. I, hey, it's way easier to dress somebody else. It's, I think it's like, yeah, for me, I don't do a t-shirt well. Like, I mean, a cute tee with a jacket maybe or something. I, in the summer and spring, I'm very much a dress girl, like a maxi or I don't know, just a cute little spring dress with flats. Like that is my go-to. I think it's so much easier, you know, and going with it. I think it makes you more productive if you have on like real clothes. Hmm. It depends on what I'm doing. Because if my goal for the day is to work out, if I put on workout clothes first thing in the morning, I am more likely to get on the Peloton. You and me, but you're right. You're at, because you think, well, now I got to change clothes. Like that's mm-hmm. just this huge thing, right? Two minutes, but right. now I got to change. Yeah, I know. But now I got to change. Clothes. Yeah, I, I can understand that. And that is another thing, you know, normally I try to work out and I have been, I've been kind of bad these last couple of weeks. Have you been, you've been getting on the Peloton at all? 
I have the last, I, did, I don't think I did yesterday, but I did the three days before that. And then yesterday and today was just a little bit more stressful with work. So I think I was so mentally exhausted by the time I was done with my work day. And I was like, I just, I can't physically do it. <laughs> Um, and I'm so proud of you for even working out like the whole time you've been pregnant. Like Thank it's, you. it's insane. You've, I'm not pregnant and I'm not working out. So, <laughs> well, you know. when you are pregnant, like I got to a point where I was like, I'm getting fat. We're sitting at home. I'm doing nothing. I feel awful about my life and or not about my life, but just about my body. And finally I was like, you know what? I'm not giving up. I might be seven months pregnant, but I'm not going to give up. And that's what got me back on the Peloton. <laughs> Yeah, I totally get that. My daughter got these workout bands from Kira Stokes, and um, apparently they have a live going on today. And she's like, you want to work out? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I don't really want to work out, but I'm going to make myself do it. Like, I just, I'm like, yes, I need this. I'm going to start doing it. And apparently it's a really good workout. So I'm going to jump on and see how that goes today. I'll let you know. Good. I mean, these are just the the new things that we're trying. And again, this might just be the new norm. Since you know we're talking about the new normal, this weekend leads into Easter. Right. And what is what is the new what does the holiday look like for the new norm for us? You know, some of us are used to making Easter baskets for our kids and having them find them or going to Easter egg hunts. And that that just is not you know obviously a public Easter egg hunt is not an, an option at this point. Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm always big. Are you a big holiday celebrator? Like we are, if I, if I do anything, I do it big and I love, <laughs> I do. I mean, you know, if I throw a party, it's going to be all out and I love holiday. So I haven't gotten to even like Easter decorations out, which I normally have the whole house covered in cute little whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'm going to do that today. You've inspired me. This this talk has inspired me to do that. But, you know, normally, I mean, and this is so dumb because my children are 25 and 23. Okay. <laughs> but that being said, every year, like every year, we get new Easter clothes and I mean, like head to toe. And then I do a basket for them every year. And then I do a huge Easter lunch. So, you know, I, I've, I've been thinking about it. I don't think this year's going to be any different. I think I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to order my ham. I'm going to, you know, I've got a few things for their baskets. And normally what I do is I do, and this is a really great idea if your children are older and you still want to do something that is, you know, not just a bunch of chocolate for them. I always do a new swimsuit, a new beach towel, like goggles, you know, whatever they just stuff for summer and like Mm -hmm. a beach basket. I add some candy, but it's a great way to do a basket that they can actually use. And it's not full of chocolate, you know? Yeah, that is a great idea. So we have spent Easter the last, did we do it last year? Maybe we went down right after Easter, but we spent Easter at the beach last year and we were supposed to this year. So I have all these like water toys and like you were saying, swimsuits and books about the beach and the pool for Cashton for his Easter basket this year. And I mean, we're still going to hide it and we're still going to do all that, but I feel kind of bad, like giving him all these beach toys and being like, like well, <laughs> maybe you psych. can use them right. in the fall. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. <laughs> you got like a kiddie pool. I saw, I saw in your stories, you guys went and purchased a kiddie pool. And oh, so maybe he can take them over to the kiddie pool. Right. Yeah. And I have to tell you, we started a whole thing at Target when we bought this kiddie pool because I've got the Target app on my phone. And if you go on there, you can 
pick out your items and it'll tell you what aisle it's in if you just want to pick it up yourself or you can do where they'll pull it for you and you pick it up at the front desk. Well, the baby pool wasn't available for pickup. So I, I told Dallas, I sent him to Target. And I was like, okay, it's in aisle A27 or E27, whatever it was. And he got there and he's like, it's not here. And I was like, well, you have to ask somebody because it's out of season. So maybe right. it's just in the back. And he asked somebody and the guy went to the storage uh, and pulled it out. And then all of a sudden it was like every kid and parent in the store was like, where'd you get that pool? <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a great idea, though. I mean, it really is because we've had warm days over yeah. the past week. That's a brilliant idea. I was shocked that you did that because I thought, how did she think of that? But that was that was really smart. Yeah. I mean, our Cash loves water toys. So like he's got a water table in the backyard and you know, that's that's what we do on the weekends when he's not you know, running around here and we're trying to do online school or whatever it may be. Maybe you could order some sand and make him his own little beach out back. That's a good idea. Yeah, like that would be cute. That would be super cute. Yeah, I mean, so I'm going to go ahead and do as normal. Are you, Jenna, do you cook, do you cook a big Easter lunch or do you guys just normally go? We go out some, some years we've gone out, I have to say in the recent years, but I like to cook. So I like to cook too. We typically do dinners at home for the holidays and I guess it was like a week ago or so. We decided we went to the grocery store and there were like no, there was no meat in right, the I case know, yeah. like whatsoever and I was like cheese like I mean I get we're in the middle of a pandemic but like what are we supposed to eat like protein wise so we started to look around and we realized that there were frozen turkeys and there was a ton of them in the case and I was what? like yeah and I was like you know what Dallas like why don't we just do Thanksgiving in April. And he was like, that's a, that's a great idea. I was like, it's 15 pounds of meat and I only have to cook once and we'll have a meal for like five meals. Okay. You're brilliant. Like that is brilliant. I love that idea. Well, not only that Barb, but it was really nice because I was like, we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving. Like it's, it's a time right now where everything is crazy and it's so easy to let things get away from you and be annoyed and forget what is most important, which is each other and our health and the fact that we have a roof over our head and, you know, right. we still I have a lot to be that. thankful for. So we celebrated Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I really love that. That's a great idea. Yeah. So we might do something similar for Easter. We always, we never do holidays eating out uh, unless we're with my mom because my mom doesn't really cook. But even when we're with her, I cook. I, I am literally stunned that you did that. That's the sweetest thing. Like, I love that idea. Thank you. You need to share that on social media. Like, that's a great idea. <laughs> I mean, especially for kids, you know what I mean? Right now, it's all about what we don't have and what we can't do. Mm -hmm. And for you to stop life and just be grateful for where you are and the fact that you're all, you know, healthy. That's a great, it's a great idea. Yeah, and the turkey, I mean, the turkey is a plus, girl. Five meals. I mean, that's I awesome. So that listen, if you a, can't find a ham this this yeah, Easter, right. go ahead and make a turkey. I'm making a turkey, girl. That's a great. It really is. Now, did you do all the sides and everything? Yeah, we did. Um, and I so I do a champagne turkey, which is like my famous champagne turkey that everybody loves in our family. So we we did the champagne turkey. We did stuffing. We did. I call it white trash cranberry because I love the cranberry in the can. That is like I the know, gel cam cranberry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it keeps its shape and you actually just slice it. It's yeah. so awful, but yeah. Yep. 
Uh, we did that. We did a pie. I'm trying to think what else we did. I think that was it. But yeah, we tried to that, make it as Thanksgiving-y as possible. And we went around the table and said what we're thankful for. And I love that. That's so awesome. What now? What is this champagne? What What is that? Like, you want to share that? Yeah. So, I mean, I can share it quickly and then we'll put it up so you have the whole recipe at Mommyhood to Menopause on Instagram. But it's basically, I get a bottle of champagne and I dress the turkey the same that I would typically. So there's garlic at the bottom, there's potatoes, there's celery, carrots, and onion. And I brine Mm -hmm. the turkey a day ahead of time with William Sonoma's little brine that they have. And I use chicken stock and I use champagne Every time I take out the turkey to baste it, that's what I'm basting it in. And it just has like this really rich, full, very moist taste afterwards. And it everybody loves it. It makes the best drippings. We make soup after we're done with the turkey. And it's like the gift that keeps on giving. Oh my gosh. It sounds amazing. I need to try that. It's I'm really, going to look really for good. a turkey. I am legitimately going to look for turkey. That's a great idea. Now, are you ordering groceries online? No, Are you going in? Uh, I haven't gone to the store. I've been sending my husband, but he gets a very detailed list. I'm real weird about somebody else picking my groceries. And if push comes to shove and I have to, I will. But I just, I'm funny about putting tomatoes on a grocery list for somebody who doesn't know that I like firmer tomatoes. You know what I mean? You that are, kind of I'm stuff. The- I love that because I'm the same way. I don't want you picking out the grapes I want because mm-hmm. I like my grapes really firm. I just feel like they're going to grab whatever. And that's interesting. I do the same thing. Like, I don't I don't like that. <laughs> so, I mean, it's weird. That's strange. But I've, I don't think I've ever met anybody because everybody always talks about how convenient it is. And I'm like, yeah, if you're doing cans, but... Uh, if I'm doing fresh, I, I want to pick it out myself. Yeah, I guess if you just need like milk, even eggs, I feel like I would be weird about somebody else picking out. But now I these know. these grocery stores are are having to adapt, and they're having to hire more people. I don't know if you saw this, but even Trader Joe's, they have had a line outside of their store, and they're not letting people in to just grocery shop and like it's a free for all because they can't control the six foot roll. So they're making everybody stand in line outside. And then when you get to your chance to go in, you meet a person who works there at the door and you tell them what they need, what you need. And they're helping you put your groceries together so that you're in and out faster. You're kidding. I didn't know that. Yeah. That, I know for a fact Trader Joe's is doing that. I think Whole Foods is doing it. But it's just very interesting to me how a lot of these restaurants and businesses and establishments are adapting to this new norm. I don't know if you saw this, but Open Table, who typically does restaurant reservations, just added reservations for the grocery store. So you can make a reservation for the grocery store now so that you don't hit all those crowds. You know, I really I did see that and I do like it. Especially like, you know, for somebody, I think they have senior hours a mm-hmm. lot at a lot of grocery stores and maybe just shopping in general. And I love that, I guess, because my, you know, immune system is compromised due to chemo right now. And so being on that end of it, I really appreciate that. Like I, I, I normally, I think I would just be like, okay, whatever. But, but if you're on this end of it, I think it's awesome. I really like it. And have you noticed all the sales, man, there are so many sales. I mean, as far as groceries go, as far as just everything. No, like, I mean, like 
you know, I, every day I get a new sale from just about everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, in my inbox. Because I guess places people, you think people are shopping like, okay, there are a lot of women who sit home and, you know, they don't have anything to do. So they shop. Are you one of those? Do you think people are shopping more or less? I think people were initially shopping because I was one of them. But now I think people realizing that this pandemic is going to go on a lot longer than we had anticipated initially those people are going to try to save their money. So like for me, I have a whole nursery. I'm so mad at myself right now because I waited so long to start our nursery for our baby who will be here in June. And now I don't think I'm going to get this nursery done by the time our baby's born because I just waited so long to start ordering things and everything is backlogged now. And So I, anyway, when we started going into this three weeks ago, I started ordering everything. So I had rugs coming and dressers and cribs and everything else. And now I'm like, I got to slow down. God forbid, knock on wood, I lose my job or get furloughed or a pay cut or something like that. Or, or it happens to Dallas. Like we're a dual income family, just like a lot of people. If that happens, like you don't want to be just spending frivolously online and then going, oh shit, now what do I do? Yeah. Well, the good thing is, I mean, the baby's not going to, you know, the first couple months it does, the nursery is sort of, it doesn't really matter anyway. So you're, you're, you're going to make it through that. But, you know, I think, I think you're right. A lot of people are slowing down on their spending and just their, their mindset is more of a stay in place kind of thing Mm -hmm. where, they feel a little bit uneasy about letting that cash go. That's another thing, you know, as a blogger, it's hard to realize what direct, I mean, you know, we make money by sharing brands and clothing, you know, and it's so hard to know exactly what direction you don't want to be insensitive, but you also want to stay in your norm. And, and so for me, I kind of been going back and forth one day I'll post for a brand and talk about, you know, just the normal things, what I love about it and share pieces of clothing, jewelry, whatever. And the next day I'm kind of showing life as it is right now. And I think that's sort of what we're all doing. We're trying to find that good balance, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a a great question. Like how do we adapt as, as bloggers? Because, you know, you see businesses like Cycle Bar, who Cycle Bar is one of those establishments that you go to and take a class. Well, now they have even adapted to the fact that they're taking their stationary bikes that are in the studios and they're renting them out for virtual classes now. So for like a hundred and I don't know, 60 bucks a month, you can rent one of the bikes that come with these virtual classes. So, you know, that to me is just so creative. It is. Let's try to say that's great. I haven't heard that. Yeah. But you know, it, it does. It makes me wonder like, how do we adapt as bloggers? You know, are we, how much do we talk about the coronavirus and how it's affecting your family? And how much do we talk about, you know, the Tory Burch flip-flops that are on sale with at Nordstrom, you know? Right. I mean, it's true. Like, you know, I ordered some things the other day and I want to share them because I think they're great products. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, you don't want to feel like you're pressuring people to, I don't know, go into a frenzy of buying when they really don't have the desire or the means Mm -hmm. maybe to do that, you know, and you want to be sensitive to that. I think too, you and I were talking just before we started recording and, 
you know, I think though people do appreciate normalcy, like for, for us to give them normal, yeah. you know, to share an outfit. So I think if you get on every day and you're heavy duty talking about, you know, Corona and the effect of Corona. And it, I mean, you become a news source then and it gets to be exhausting. So I think, you know, it's a, it's a good balance of, you know, Hey, here's what I, I'm wearing. This is what I found. This is what I love. And then, you know, then to be sensitive and to say, Hey, you know, today was weird. And I think, you know, I've found, and I've, I'm sure you have too in radio and, you know, in media, people love you to be real. They want real. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm like that. I, I don't have friends who aren't real. And I think, and I, I don't like following people who aren't real. So the reality is, you know, yesterday I had a great day personally. Today I am dragging. Like I'm just not, you know, I'm just not feeling it. And I think people want to see both sides just because that's, that's how we all are. And they can relate to that. And and we start realizing that we're all so much more alike than we ever thought we were. So I think you just have to keep it real. Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, I try to share like the funny moments in our life too. Like last week I shared about Elena and I getting into the water balloon fight. And then this week I'm sitting here doing the show this morning and my printer starts printing in my office, but we can all print wirelessly from everyone's laptops and computers in the house. And I look over and Dallas and I have been so into this Tiger King thing. And you and I talked about it last week and I look over and what's printing out of my printer is a Tiger King coloring page to keep people busy while they're quarantined at home. I saw your story and I was like, that is something I'm going to have to like, that's so <laughs> funny. It was so funny. So yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, just to keep it real. And um, because I think we all, it's so interesting. We all have very different lives, but when, when something this major hits, and I mean, I, I say when, I mean, we've never had anything like this hit. Uh, maybe nine eleven was a little taste of what this feels like, but even then, you know, I think we all felt a little safer. I mean, this is like an unseen foe that you just, you know, and, and it affects everybody. It doesn't care what age, you know, what race it's just, it's horrible. And I think when we all realize that we're in that same storm, it's interesting and fun to almost watch other people maneuver through it and the fun moments that they can share. I mean, I think it's just encouraging, you know, to, and I do think there will be as we, you know, when we, when we get through this and we look behind us, I mean, not that I would ever want to go through it again, but I think there will be some memories that we make that we would have never made before. And, you know, I think that's what we have to just cling to at this time is that there, there are things that happen when you're in a situation like this that would have never taken place. And so, you know, you have to be grateful for those memories and for those moments. Absolutely. And they can, I mean, these moments might be as simple as sitting down and reading a book with your kid or cooking more as a family. But you, you know, you have to, you do have to remember that there is a whole world that has to get back to quote unquote normal after this. And, you know, small businesses are are taking it really hard. So if you, you know, do decide to eat out one night or order out one night, maybe don't do it from a big chain, maybe do it to your local restaurant or your favorite, you know, takeout spot. So, right. Yeah, it it is. It's one of those things where life will get back to normal and we just have to support each other in any way that we can in the meantime. Absolutely. I think, 
I think it's interesting. Are you ordering out? Like as a family, do you guys order out much right now? We don't order out a lot in general, but when we ha- we I think we've done it twice since I've been home. And when we did do that, I was like, "You know what? Let's try this pizzeria that's been down the street that we've been meaning to try. You know, you try to spread the wealth and even I know some people are buying gift cards through this time just to support local businesses, but there's been beer deliveries for there's, I I don't think it's Charlotte beer garden. I can't remember the name of the, um, the brewery, but somebody is doing deliveries for even beer and wine at this point. That's, I mean, I love that. I love that. You know, I've, I've noticed a lot of local, a lot of locals are doing free delivery. Have you seen that? Yep. Yeah. So I think it's awesome. And I think it's great that we can come together as a community and, you know, even bloggers, I've, I've been um, in contact with some that are local that, you know, I've never even heard of. And isn't that interesting? I think it's so crazy in the blogger world. You think, you know, like most who are not know them personally, but you've heard of, uh, you know, oh, I know most bloggers or whatever in town or in this city or whatever. And there are so many, like, it's just, it amazes me how many there are. But I love that, you know, we all come together and band together when it's when it's about our community. And and that's what it's all about, you know, just supporting those around you and, and doing what you can to make life easier for others. Yep, totally agree. But we are going to wrap things up for today. But next week, when we jump on here, we are going to talk about the pros and cons of structure. We're going to reveal to you guys some of our favorite products that we've been using while we've been home. I've got a list of books that I want to share with you if you're a reader or you're a downloader for audiobooks. I know Barb and I will be compiling a list of TV shows that you can binge watch. So if you want to hit us up and join the conversation, please follow us at mommyhood, the number two menopause, and DM us there. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Absolutely. You guys stay safe, stay well, and have a fabulous week.